Enlightenment has always been an intriguing concept. Religious or not, various individuals are curious enough to experience it. What they don't realize is that they do not even have to try too hard to find it. Enlightenment is found when we look within ourselves. But what is this enlightenment exactly? The author defines it as a state of connectedness, with something that is immeasurable and indestructible or being able to find one's true nature beyond who he is or his physical form. It also means that the inability to find enlightenment leads to an illusion of disconnection from oneself and from the world. Thus, it can be safe to say that enlightenment is a state of wholeness. Much like how Buddha has defined enlightenment, which is the end of suffering, this only shares a single angle of the whole. It only speaks to the fact that enlightenment is the absence of suffering, but does not define what it actually is. The author believes that the reason behind this is because the seed of enlightenment varies from person to person, and it is up to that person to find what his definition of enlightenment is. The Buddhist definition is so crafted in a way that it does not specifically point to what or who to believe in. Closely knitted with the idea of enlightenment is the definition of being. The author defines being as the eternal one life beyond the myriad forms of life subject to birth and death and is also accessible as a person's true self. Although a seemingly common word, the concept of being is something which is quite foreign. It is not easy to grasp, which is exactly how it should be. When one speaks of being, he must not try hard to understand it. However, when the mind is still and focused on the present, being can be felt. Thus, enlightenment means gaining awareness of being and to be in the state of feeling realization. With this definition of being in mind, most are probably wondering if this refers to God. It does not. In fact, the author frowns upon those who would misuse the word without even knowing what they are talking about or what they are denying. He believes that such a word cannot be meant to equate with being since it is a closed concept. And by the closed concept, it means that when someone speaks of God, a mental image is already created as to who he is. On the other hand, being has an advantage of referring to an infinite, invisible entity, which is much favored for those who are open to the idea or those who are skeptical. However, knowing what being is cannot be equated to experiencing it. In order to experience it, one must acquaint himself with its greatest obstacle, identification with the mind. When a person is unable to identify with his own mind, he is considered to be drowning in mental noise. This mental noise is responsible for blocking a person from finding the inner stillness he needs in order to experience being. Furthermore, the saddest part is that one is too drowned in it that he fails to see that everyone is suffering from it, which also causes them to become compulsive. When people become compulsive, they begin to believe that thinking is being, and that his thinking reflects a person's identity. Unfortunately, this identification with the mind is guilty of the labels and judgments which block a person from forging worthwhile relationships.
he tends to be so attached to his physical form that he has already forgotten about his being. Thus, the person is trapped in a congested world of conflict and chaos, which can easily be escaped if he only knew of the key to enlightenment. Enlightenment is the absence of suffering, after all. Nonetheless, this doesn't mean that one has to stop thinking completely. His identification with his mind should not let him think that he is his mind. In fact, his mind is only there for him to use and not to control him. Unfortunately, the latter is more often the case. In order to find being, one must be able to balance this out. This may seem impossible, but you'll soon find out that it's not.